it's the interview queen, Alicia Toot here, and you are currently listening to and obviously enjoying Queen's Court. I'm back. <laughs> How was that in my best page voice I could muster, except not British, obviously, but hey, kids. Hi, babies. Buckle up, because the Queen of Any has returned to you with a comeback. Don't call it a comeback, because I've been doing it for years. I forget the lyrics. I should have looked it up ahead of time. It would have been cooler. But here we are. Listen, mom brain, things happen. Uh, A lot of things have happened. And I've been gone. Came back for a few things uh, since the baby's been born almost a year ago, which is kind of insane. I've been lucky enough to be on some people's shows and have a really great time with that. And a few things of my own, but honestly, it's been a minute since I've sat down and had a conversation with you guys, with anybody on my own accord. That's not for someone else or a different type of show. This is Queen's Court-ish. I'm not really sure what to say about that other than I think that part's in the past, but I'll keep it as the Queen's Court Network. Um, Coming back for some Queenie chats and today's Queenie Suggests, that's two of my favorite series. Some of the best work and, you know, I think that I put out was through those two series, which was uplifting others through Queenie suggests and having chats with folks about various things, whether they be wrestlers or behind the scenes folks or just regular podcasters like me. Um, It's been a really awesome time to uh, think about those and reflect on that as I thought about making a reappearance, coming out of retirement, if you will. Though I I don't think I ever truly retired other than, you know, to have the baby. But I think this was a long time coming. I missed it. And there's been a lot of things that I'd love to touch on in a different episode about women in podcasting, women in wrestling, whether that's behind the scenes at a show, wrestling in the ring, or podcasting, wrestling journalism, the whole nine. A lot of that really inspired me to return. So I remembered how vitally important it is to have women represented, all people, really. Um, as some of my friends would say, guys, gals, and my non-binary pals. So, you know, all is, all are welcome. All is welcome. That's terrible English. All are welcome. Uh, and, and that's really what I'm here for. So I'm, I'm back. More to come on that down the line, but I'm excited to have you come on the first episode back. I may be a little rusty, so forgive, but I'm excited and I'm happy that this is my first episode to return. And, well, you're going to strap in now, babies, because it's happening. The return episode of the Queen of Any. Oh, boy. (laughs) As we go through, Queenie suggests. All right, friends. As promised, the first episode back is a Queenie suggests, and it's with none other than the incomparable Josh Robinson, all the way from Australia, mate. Oh, I did that pretty good. Ew, that wasn't exactly. bad for an American. It was Bri- that, that, that was British. Bad. Well, I tried. You sounded like you were straight out from London, but good try. Well, I do appreciate the. I, I appreciate the the effort. A for effort. <laughs> I tried. My execution was 
terrible. I ran a D. It was like a D. <laughs> oh, no. Well, we do love the D, D. plus. I but don't know. That's, right. that's true. Wrestling is gay. Wrestling um, is gay. You can't you see can it, see but, me, but I am wearing an Effie shirt because I mean I know you love Effie. <gasps> love Effie. I know he is. A, he is. Um, just what a, a vibrant person he is. Yeah. He is. And you love GCW, so, you know. I do love GCW. I love Effie. <laughs> Effie is love daddy. Him. <laughs> they love him. Effie is fine. Effie is for you. Effie is the internet. I mean, we can go on for hours. But listen, yeah. that's a different show. Today, True. my friends, it's a Queenie Suggests episode. So for my old friends and hopefully some new friends, Queenie Suggests is a series that I started because I really wanted to kind of guide people towards those that I felt that they should be listening to those they should be tuning into and why, especially when they have such exciting content to share. And some may say I'm cheating by having my BFF come on first, but you know what? It's my comeback episode and I need a little (laughs) crutch. Okay. (laughs) Look, you can, you can have some of my clout, you know? (laughs) Well, really that's what it actually is. I wasn't going to go. I would be fine with that. I would be fine. I would prefer it that way. I'm like, look at me. I can be used for clout. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Not really. I'm, I'm totally riding the train. No, for real. <laughs> the reason that Josh is here is because of so many wonderful things that he does. Not the least of is the legacy of which we're going to get to shortly, but Joshy, my friend, the content game. Soaring. Mm. Soaring. It's doing so well. So well, in fact, that your love wrestling, your your Twitch streaming and <coughs> fightful. Like what happened? Excuse I me, I blinked know. and and my my little brother is it's so amazing. it's so crazy because you've stepped out for so long. I did. You stepped out, you had a baby, you know, no mm-hmm. biggie. No um, biggie. you've let that baby kind of grow a little and you're like, okay, okay, I think I can step back in. I'm not gonna speak for you, but that's how I feel. Yeah where you're kind of at. I can kind of do this a little bit, you know, dip dip my toes back in and get, get my feet wet again. Um, so you've stepped out at a time where a lot of people, I think it's fair to say a lot of people were kind of stepping away. They're like, I'm Mm. kind of done with this. I'm not really gaining anything out of this. I even think at the time where you stepped away, I was like really scaled back on what I was doing. I think I was only Twitch streaming. Yep. Maybe I just started love wrestling, but it would have been in its infancy. Infancy. Yeah. It was not nothing of, of anything that I thought it would come back to. And now you're stepping back in and it is weird to kind of say the stuff that I'm into because it has become truly I'm gaining a small income out of it and stuff now, which is just crazy, but like love wrestling and, um, fightful. What happened? (laughs) Fightful overbooked. I know it's the secondary channel, but it's still associated with fightful, which is just like, I I'm pretty, whatever opinions you have of wrestling media or whatever, Fightful is like, it's the, it's the top in my, Mm -hmm. well, one of, if not the top of like, if I look at wrestling dirt sheets or media, whatever you want to call it, Fightful is usually the one that I trust. Is that, is that a fair way to, I I get what you're saying. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. So like Fightful. And then I, I don't know if this is like, I've, I've put this on Twitter. I haven't really talked about it that much, but like to be in talks with people from 2k to do stuff with 2k and like 2k games it's like what in the hell is going on like um just very lucky to be in these spots but yeah i do a lot of content i and i like doing it i'm not i'm not complaining um content is not like it's not easy 
And it's, it is very time consuming, but when you like doing something, it's fun, especially in the current world that we're living in at the moment, we're still in the mix of a pandemic. We're in all of this. So it is a nice distraction, you mm-hmm. know, like I've been in a few points at this point now where I've been told I need to isolate because I've been around people with um, COVID, that dreaded C word that oh, everybody yeah. hates. Um, but I have been told a few times and it's only been for a day and I've been tested and stuff like that, but that's still like, I've got to be in the mindset of like, I could be in my house for a little while. What am I going to do? I'm not just going to sit on my ass all day. Like no, I'm going no, no. to do something. So it is a blessing in disguise um, for that. And you've kind of stepped out of the content world pretty much for this entire pandemic, pretty much. I mean, for the yeah. most part. I mean, for the most part, I, I found out I was pregnant in August of 2020 and I obviously didn't say anything for a little bit, but mm. once September rolled around and things were a little more solid, I, I like, I gotta go. <laughs> so dipped. I dipped and, you know, the pandemic was, I'd say, you know, deadly, deadly earlier that year, but it was still at its height at its peak <sighs> when I left and I come back and uh, better. I guess uh, in, in a word, sure. in some ways, uh, in others, I, I fortunately I have never had COVID. I've oh, never see, had it. Lucky. Mm, we can't, we can't relate. Is it? Can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. So, but I will say I'm thankful I'm vaccinated and boosted because I feel like it would have been 10 million thousand times worse. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was not really super fun and I had avoided it for really long, but mm having a baby and putting her in the care of others. Sometimes I can't control that kind of stuff. And she got it and gave it to Bound us to happen. Here we are. I figured it's like a matter of time anyway, but yeah, yeah I mean, you know, you're right. I, I left and I came back. Things are the same, but also not the same. And, and mm. so many things are happening with you. It was a natural uh, first choice for me, not only because we're friends, but because of the content that you're doing that I was like, okay, we need to like spread this. I don't know what influence I have anymore, but <laughs> oh, I'm going to try on. to get it out there because uh, Josh, first of all, I'm like super proud of you, but you've always been a really big hustler. And I know so many other people would agree with that. And you've been really putting in the work ever since I, I met you all those years ago, which feels like a long time. Cause so many things have happened, it does. but it's really yeah. not like 2019. We've grown as people, ago. haven't we? We've- we have things Weird. are different. We're different, mm. but more badass, I'd say. Yeah. And um, you bad know, bitches. Bad bitches. I Can I swear on here? Duh. Oh, sorry. Oh, on, who are you me. talking to? <laughs> okay. Don't forget. True. All right. I'll save my f bomb for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let him. Let him loose. Um. So you do so many different things. Gaming, the legacy of, Power Hour, Fightful Overbooked. <laughs> Two two K. We got to talk about all this. Question stuff. mark. <laughs> Question mark. I, I like. I know some of this, obviously, from what you put yeah. out. But let's start there. Talk to me about that because I feel like, well, it's a big deal. But I want to know your reaction to it and kind of your thoughts now that you've been able to process through some of that to where you are right now. All right. So the two K stuff. Two K Next Makers is a program. I'll put it in layman's terms. Basically, it's a help me help you kind of situation. They want more people to talk about their games, mm-hmm. specifically in my relation to WWE games. Um, they obviously have 2K22 coming out in a month. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like, hey, wrestling is it's niche. Wrestling is a niche thing. I think some people forget because we are all just in this zone of wrestling. Wrestling is kind of niche where if you know, you know, if you don't, 
you don't don't really give two craps about Mm -hmm, it. mm -hmm. Um, So they want, especially in this country where there's less, even less, uh, it's even it's even less people kind of focused on wrestling. Yeah. Um, they, they wanted to reach out to content creators. I put in an application. I'm not even kidding to you probably like six to eight months ago and forgot about it. I was like, this isn't, it's 2k. They're not going to go with some random Joe Schmo. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, you know, I was I always like, mean. they're probably going to be more people with a bigger following, yeah. whatever it may be. I got an email from the representative from 2k here at the ANZ re- representative, which is Australia, New Zealand. And they said, hey, we'd love to chat with you. We just want to get to know you, get to know your brand, kind of whatever the the deal is. And um, the lovely woman talked to me um, last week. We had a chat. Um, it was about a 30-minute Zoom call. We just mm-hmm. kind of chit-chat about basically about what I want out of this, what kind of your brand is, what do, what do you do for content, stuff like that. She was super, super nice. She was super friendly with me. She said, hey, I've got a really great feeling about this. I'm now just in the process of being sent to 2K Global, which is like, I guess they're hit the whole universe of 2K. Got it. And got they just it. Make, got it. Basically said to me, they're going to make sure you're not a murderer. You're not like oh. a you know, crazy person. Well, I oh. even said to her, I was like, even said to her, I'm like, well, I guess we can kind of end it here. She loved it. So I was like, okay, I can use my humor. That's given the humor. Yeah. Yeah. Charm, charm the pants. I don't want to charm the pants off of her, but that's the thing. <laughs> That's we know what same. you mean. <laughs> I, don't want to, I don't want to do that, but no, you know what I mean? I um, so yeah, I've just basically in a waiting game now. Um, so it might not happen and that's fine, but I've kind of, um, I guess I've, I've had the opportunity to chat with someone who is pretty high up in the Australia, New Zealand realm of 2k. So that's pretty cool. So whatever happens next is cool. Um, but yeah, to be, I mean, above everything, like 2K is something that everybody knows. It's video games. Everyone knows NBA 2K and all the sports games they make. And Take Two is associated with Grand Theft Auto and and Red Dead Redemption, all those games, Borderlands and everything. I think everybody has played one of those games, aforementioned, at some point in their lives. Like, that is a pretty, that that one I was like kind of shitting my pants on. I was like, oh my God, this is like, you know, this is something that I'm like not taking for granted, like this is like a cool opportunity. So whether it happens or it doesn't is the next um, phase, I guess you could say, but I'm hoping for the best and putting good vibes out into the world for that. But yeah, 2K is the one that I'm just kind of like, how did this happen? Like, <laughs> like out of everything, like how did this happen? Which is, it's cool. I always am weird with saying like, you know, good, you know how it is you know, imposter syndrome and stuff like that. It's always someone sure. better than you all that. But like, that is one that I'm just like, I'm so lucky that I was approached by 2K for this one. It's so cool. I feel like it's one of those things where stuff started to fire on all cylinders. I feel like at least from the outside, mm. right? Mm. I was it all out happened at once. <laughs> and I was, and we talk every day, but I was watching <clears throat> the feed because of course notifications are on for you. And I see oh, I'm all so these sorry. <laughs> I tweet sorry. a lot. <laughs> it's, you do tweet a lot. It's totally fine. But I want to know what's happening because mm. I don't want to miss anything because mm. I saw all of this stuff happening and I'm like, what's going on with my Joshi? It just yeah. kind of kept coming. <laughs> and I was so excited for that. But I was also really excited about Fightful Over Books. So can you talk a little bit about what that is for people who may not know a little bit more about it and what actually you're going to be doing with Fightful Overbooked. So Fightful Overbooked is like the secondary channel of Fightful. Basically how Joel Pearl, who 
most people would be aware of that are listening to this would probably know who Joel Pell is. Yes. Um, and Jeremy Lambert of Fightful. Um, they basically, it's basically like ESPN2 to ESPN. Basically, yeah. that's how it was described to, at, you know, when it was pitched to me. Um, and basically, they just wanted to put some light on some voices that maybe don't have a huge following or new voices or just an eclectic group of people that are all very different. Um, if you look at the kind of general overview of Fightful Overbooked and all of the shows that they're doing, we're all very different shows and we're all very different people from all kinds of walks of life. So that was the original appeal, appeal of it. When Joel approached me, he was like, hey, I want to do something. The thing I want to do with you is that I find your best when you can be funny and just kind of take the piss out of stuff because that's what I like to do with wrestling. I don't take it very seriously. Yeah. Um, so basically what I'm doing on Five Four Overbooked every single Thursday is so bad it's good. It's all the just the stuff that is just the worst of the worst of the worst, and we make it funny. Like we <laughs> talked about Judy Bagwell on a poll, so WCW 2000. I mean, just stupid, just stupid stuff, but it's just funny to us. And we talked about, we're talking about wrestling weddings all throughout February because I just was going to ask you, what are you doing for February? Cause is it weddings? <laughs> it's weddings. So the first, we did the first one last week, which is Al Wilson and Dawn Marie where they get naked. Oh Lord and help us. Come, come on. Um, I can give you, a, well, this will come out on a Wednesday. It will come out on Wednesday. Yes. Kane and Lita we're doing this week. <gasps> Stop. So, you know, um, where and I can tell you, I can tell you, I, I don't think Joel will get mad at me. I believe next week we're doing, um, ODB and Eric Young from impact when they get married in a steel cage. I mean, come on. Oh my God. And we got so, one more it's line. So up bad, it's, good. <laughs> it's so bad. It's good. And we just, we just have a laugh and that's what I like to do the most. It is. There's not a lot of thinking. It's not like overview stuff. Like people do that way better than I, and I just have, I just, I'm like, well, why attempt to do like, you know, dynamite review or, 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 right. or, or, or um, like I wouldn't want to do that. Um, no. Well, that could be so bad. It's good actually, to be completely honest. I mean, at actually that point, might be so bad. So bad. I don't know. I don't know if you're going to enjoy anything. Out of that. It might be just, I might just cry on the whole thing. I don't know, maybe some content one day, but um, yeah, it's just, it's just a, it's just a funny 20 minute. It's like super fast. It's not like we're asking you to listen to this for two hours. Like, there's shows that do that and they do that great. But Joel wanted to keep this pretty short, sweet and just have a good laugh and not take anything seriously. We give stupid ratings at the end. It's just dumb. And I mean that in a good way. So um, I'm really just happy to be a part of Fightful Overbook because it is a much larger platform than I've, I mean, ever had. I mean, I remember when you and I got Brain Buster Radio and we were like, here we go. Like this I is going to be. We're on the and chain. Now, Oh now I'm on a channel with like 13,000 subscribers and I'm like, what in the blue hell is going on here? Um, it's, it's, I don't know. I'm not trying to brag or anything like that, but I don't feel pressure in that sense of like more eyes. Mm -hmm. um, I just feel, I don't know. I just feel really excited to be a part of that kind of stuff. It's just fun. Well, I think that's a great mentality, you know, like it can be intimidating. Sure. Oh, yeah. Especially because of how many people are listening or will listen or may see you. And it, that gets a little, you know, a little trepidation, but I think yeah. overall the excitement of it has to be the best part given that I think you're right. I think you're speaking to something that has been happening the past two years with podcasting is, is what can be new when everyone does reviews and you can only watch so many things so many times from the past 
that other people have already done. So how can you yeah. make things fresh besides just bringing your perspective? Mm. I don't really know any shows that are like that, that I can recall off the top of my head that has no. a similar sort of feel, especially getting a laugh out of things, which is something yeah. I, I totally associate with you. I don't know how you feel about that, but it's no, you're it's right. You, you, you're completely, it, it, it is. I don't, I'm sure there's other shows that do similar things to this, but maybe not with this platform. The right. benefit of of a, a fightful associated thing, and I'm not trying to just jerk fightful off. I'm just saying that they obviously have a platform, well, and even course. if it is yeah, their yeah. secondary channel, um, they have a platform to do this kind of stuff. And the the best thing I like about this, from a pure for people watching this that are also creators, me and Joel record like three of these at a time. So yeah. we can evergreen the, this evergreen content because it's old stuff. It's not like we're talking in like stuff that's happening in two days. Like it's mm. stuff that happened years and years ago and you can kind of just record a bunch and then we don't have to go, oh, okay, every Thursday we have to record. Like this is something really cool in that aspect of like, cool, we're recording here. We're going to record a bunch and, and split them up and, and get them out into the world and they're edited and everything like that um, with the backing of Fightful and it's just cool. There's so many different platforms. So I do agree with you that there is a lot of the same. I think mm. that's a problem. I think that's why I stepped away from doing. I know I do a podcast with JPJ, but that's just kind of like a chit chat show. We're not really yeah. serious about anything. We're just kind of having a, it's just a catch up session for us. Um, but I stepped away from doing like regular wrestling content every single week in a podcast form is because listen, I wasn't doing anything that was, you know, outside of the box. I was just simply one of the pack. I'm sure you felt like that before as well, Queen, where you're just like, I'm just doing what everyone else is doing. I'm not doing anything special. Mm -hmm. So unless you actually genuinely like me, there is no reason to listen to the show. There's no reason. That's how I felt with that. And that's kind of why I stepped away and started doing other stuff. Cause I just wanted to have fun with content. Like I love Twitch streaming. I love this Fightful Overbook stuff is just stupid. Cause I just watch it, you know, an hour before and then just have a laugh with Joel about it. Like, you know, and that's kind of cool. So um, I just, yeah, I think I've just learned to take wrestling way less seriously because it just consumes you if you do. I, it's weird. I, You probably are the same. I, well, I don't know if you're exactly the same, but I've never watched less wrestling in my life and enjoyed it more. Yes. Like I watch the least amount of wrestling I've ever watched. I'm mm-hmm. not going, if I miss something, I don't care anymore. Like if it's that's like, good. you know what I mean? If like a friend invite, because obviously wrestling airs live around lunchtime here. So if a friend asked me to lunch, and it's on a on dynamite day and i'm like oh i really want to watch dynamite but i'm like eh, oh well you know what i mean i'm sure i'll catch up or if i don't get to it you know it is what it is like i'm i'm whatever it may be with wrestling it's just i don't know it's not i love wrestling love it to bits but it's not my priority in life anymore <laughs> to like what yeah. have to watch it and i think that shows through your content you know what I mean? Like when you take yourself out of things that weren't bringing you joy, like Marie Kondo always says, if it doesn't bring you joy, get rid of it. And I think you're embracing the parts of wrestling that you enjoy. And now you can have a different perspective on that. And I think it makes things, I don't want to say happier, because that's not really the word, but it's more yeah. intense. It's it's more in, it's um, like an intent from you. Right. It's fulfilling. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It has your intent and, um, you know, intrinsic motivation. This is something mm-hmm. I really want to share. I want to mm-hmm. share my perspective on this, even if it is just silly and funny, or even if it is just a chit chat, but it's not just that because, you know, I, I think Fightful is smart for getting you for a lot of reasons, but 
<clears throat> for that particular thing, something you really shine on when you're talking about things with humor, but also on the other side of that seriousness, because when you do your, the legacy of for love wrestling, it's something you love and you can tell because I've listened to every single one and <laughs> Um, I've had previews <laughs> early uh, VIP status over here. I get sneak peeks. Um, and, and that's a very different you because of your love and dedication to women's wrestling. This is a very unique series. It's short. It's, it's sweet to the point full of information and, and like a really nice listen. You know, when I drive to work, I can listen to one of those and like get a coffee and be at work on time. Um, and, and enjoy something that you're sharing about your love of whomever or whatever in some cases, yeah. <laughs> as it may be. But I'd love to know kind of the, the, the kernel that like you put in your brain to say the legacy of was going to become a thing. Well, I've never actually told this story. Well, I nearly knocked I my know. microphone over. I was so excited <laughs> that I nearly knocked my microphone over, but I've never really told this story because no one's really ever asked other than Spencer, who is the Lord and savior of uh, love wrestling. But um, so legacy of kind of happened on a whim. It kind of just, it just, it just kind of was a thing that I didn't think about. The first ever one was the legacy of Stephanie McMahon. Did not know that this was going to become like a, a series. I just kind of was mm -hmm. like, I just want to make something I was doing originally for love wrestling. I was doing network and chill, which was a show about, I was just rewatch. It was a watch along. I was watching women's matches that I liked on the network, but then that was about the time that Peacock started and mm. my network no longer matched Peacock's network. So we were watching two different things. So I'm like, this show is dead. I can't, I can't do it because Americans cannot watch sync up with, I don't know what, you know, there's a lot of stuff mm -hmm. on Peacock commercials, that's, garbage. And and there's not a lot that I don't think everything that's on Peacock is the entire network library. So I was like watching stuff that pro pro probably wasn't even on Peacock at the time. So I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And Spencer just he, bless Spencer's heart. He was like, listen, take your time to figure out something. Cause I just want you to do something on here. And I was just doing little videos. Um, really what spawned me to make the legacy of stuff was like, I did a video on the knockouts. Um, it was kind of like the, the revolution before the evolution. And I was like, this is kind of a cool format. Cause it was, at the end of the day, I'm just presenting facts that mm -hmm. are kind of blended with my opinion. Right. I'm not really going out here and, and preaching that I love this person. And I'm just like, this is what I think. It's just like, this is just their career. And then I blend in a little bit of like, what did I take away from that? That's right. how I approach this. So that's what really started that. Then the legacy of Stephanie McMahon. And it was Spencer who said, I really like that format of video. Can you do something like that? A little, you know, just deep dive into that a little bit. Um, and then it just kind of went into like the legacy of the Bella twins. And then mm -hmm. before you know it, I was like, maybe I could do like a legacy of Mickey James. And then before you know it, I'm spinning out every single Monday, a new episode of this show. And it's just kind of taken a life of its own. It is really interesting though, that you mentioned, like, I think what most people are attracted to me by is I'm funny. And I've always kind of leaned on that as a crutch of like, I'm at least I have humor, whether my content's the best or not, I don't really give two craps, but I have my personality um, have my humor, but yep. this is a, a, the show that's probably got the most eyes on it ever and has no humor. It no. really has no personality in the sense of like, 
I'm not putting myself into this. Yes. Okay. I'm talking and I, I have a very articulate kind of way of speaking and I kind of know that, but like, I'm not putting Josh into this of like, I'm just being an idiot, which is weird because I never mm-hmm. thought my content would get love without me being a complete goofus and, and stuff like that, that I am. Um, so it is kind of, and it is kind of a cool part of my brain that I'm allowed to exercise because I'm actively going out of my way to not put ha-has in stuff because I could, yep. it's very easy for me to do, but oh, 100%. Um, so like, yeah, it's a cool thing. And it's just kind of taken a life of its own. It's also taken, which is not a complaint, a lot of my time that I've got to record and I've got an editor now and stuff. I've got my sister drawing artwork. I was just going to say it. your sister killing it. Yeah. She's, she's a good drawer. Um, and she just wanted some, I guess just some extra stuff to do. Um, she, I was like, Hey, you want to draw some, some wrestling stuff? She was like, sure. And it just gets some extra eyes on, on some artwork and, and just makes the legacy of stand out a little bit more. Spencer's happy with it. So at the end of the day, I guess that's all that really matters. If, if you're the person in charge is saying that it's, it's good stuff, then I can't really complain. People seem to like it. I get a lot of views on it, which is not a brag. I'm trying not to brag. Um, but yeah, it's, it's taken a life of its own that I never thought it would. You know what it is too? Cause I listen to basically almost all of your stuff when I can, and I've known you for a long time, but I, I think when I listen to that, I get the, the fandom side of you mm. kind of history ish, right? Cause you're going through the facts, but it's more like I'm choosing to share this specific person. And it means something to you in some way. And I feel like it's that side of you that I don't get to see so much anymore, given that you did kind of let go of some things that I heard your opinion on so many times, because this one, yeah, it definitely has the facts and it has your opinion in it, but it's so wrestling fan based. Mm -hmm. That's what I think, at least for myself, I can't speak for other people who watch it, but that's what I'm attracted to about the series as a whole. Plus there are things that I forgot that you bring up. And I'm like, Oh geez. I didn't even remember that about Melina. Like I didn't remember listening to this episode and it makes me want to go back and watch matches. I think another thing that you do really well with this series that I'd like you to talk about a little bit is the divas. They get a lot of interesting opinions, including some from myself. They get a lot of people. They do. They do. But I don't think they get a lot of credit for the things that they've done. And we've talked about this several times. And there's a lot of things that they were forced to be a part of that I just don't like for many reasons. And particularly as a female fan, like I'm not Mm. interested in that. So I tuned a lot of that out, except for certain people that I hyper-focused on and really liked during that era. And, And you've brought this series to light with some of these people that makes me remember why I should have paid more attention at the time. And I'm lucky that I get to do that now. So I'd like you to talk about that a little bit because it is diva heavy, not specific, but it's diva heavy. So I'd like to hear a little bit about that. Well, if I was going to do a show with the legacy of that is, I've done a few legacy of on some guys and some other things that are outside Mm -hmm. of women. And I plan to do more of that. It's just not my, I have more passion with women's wrestling, but if I was going to do a show about women's wrestling, I can't just ignore eight years, nine years of history. 
whether you like it or not, it is a part of history in professional wrestling. Sure. It is. Um, there was a whole championship created for that time, which people hate, but I think it's always best to find the best of bad situations. I'm not sitting here. And I think a lot of people get a little bit confused with me in particular of like, Oh, he just loves everything that the divas did. Absolutely not. Do I wish that they weren't having two minute matches? Do I wish they weren't having bra and panty matches? Do I wish it wasn't focused on purely on looks? Of course. Like I'm not sitting here and saying like it was all good. It wasn't. However, there was a lot of talent in that time that a lot of people just bury for no good reason. I think a lot of people look at, I think Alicia Fox always comes up and people like have very, two very different opinions. Polarizing. Or they love. And I'm not, I'm not ever saying that Alicia Fox is the greatest wrestler that I've ever seen in the world. However, I think a lot of people pigeonhole her into that time just because it's easy to go, well, all the girls sucked in that time. Right. It's like, well, actually, I don't think that's true. If you just look at it. And again, I just extract facts from what she's done or whoever, whoever, whoever's whatever. I just take facts and just go, well, here are the facts. Here's what people have done. Um, and you can be the judge of, I'm not sitting here and telling you to like someone or hate someone, but right. I just think it's really interesting to talk about that time of wrestling because it is very, like you said, polarizing and people love it or they hate it. And there's certain elements of it that I absolutely cannot stand. And there's certain elements that I think they did their best in. And we had some great workers in that time, um, like Michelle McCool and Beth Phoenix and people forget that Trish and Lita were divas and jazz and all of these people were all quote unquote divas. It's just what you do with it and what that talent does with it in that time. And I just think it's really easy to pigeonhole every single woman that walked through that door throughout those years and just be like, well, they sucked. They had crappy matches. It's like, well, actually look at their body of work and hey, whether people want to say they sucked or not, Melina got a huge pop at the Royal Rumble. So I don't know. As she she should. (laughs) Yeah, she got eliminated real fast, but you know, whatever. But hey, you got a reaction. She had a beautiful heartfelt moment. I was, I was digging it, but you know what I mean? Like people are quick to um, shit all over that time, but then, Hey, when Kelly Kelly comes out at the Royal Rumble, she always gets a pop. Everybody loves Kelly Kelly. So nice. (laughs) They named her twice or something like that. That's right. So nice. to name her twice. (laughs) Oh Lord. Kelly, Kelly. Kelly, She's like the embodiment of the divas time. In my opinion, she's like exactly what my brain kind of goes to of like hundred percent. That's the divas time. And Hey, she got a reaction. So it made some sort of impression. I do believe <laughs> it did. It did. Especially in that time. But yeah, I love, I, I, I appreciate the divas time for what it is because without that, we wouldn't be where we are now where, Hey, regardless of the opinion on said WrestleMania main event, they're probably going to main event one of the nights of WrestleMania and that's Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. So that wouldn't have happened if we didn't have all of the history behind women, not, not getting that opportunity. And Hey, it's really fun to root for the underdog. And for so long, women were the underdog of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And you said from it. your point of, from your point of view, being an actual woman, y- you would have been waiting for the time when, you know, all of this started to happen. I'm like, finally, I can relate yeah. to some of this stuff that's going on, but yeah, the divas are just something that I always, I will never not focus on it in some aspect of, of this series because I like it and I'd be doing women's wrestling a disservice if I'm not talking about the times that weren't the greatest either. Yeah, no, I agree. I think you have to look at the good, the bad and the ugly to quote a famous movie, but it's true. You have to, in order Mm. to see any sort of history to understand where you are now, you have to. What's your favorite? Oh yeah. Question for you. 
favorite legacy of episode from I just was gonna ask you. Oh, what the hell? See, oh, look at that. Okay. Winning. Um, I know. AJ, I th- it's AJ. I, I was gonna it, say it, it's AJ. It's I thought easy. It was gonna- She's my favorite. I mean, I love them all. I was actually gonna say the Bella twins. Also, I I said to you like two years ago, I said I'm gonna turn you into a Belgian fan. <laughs> you were like, Abso- you were like, you. I don't think so, Josh. I was like, I appreciate them for what they did, but I don't think so. And now you're a little bit of a, you're a little bit of a maybe I, not quite I, the you know what it stand, is. I love it's, Artem. It's, I love Artem a lot, I mean, and he's with Nikki, and that kind of changed my. Oh my that God, hello. Um, hello that kind of sort of changed my opinion on her a little, just a little bit. And like, hey. They did a lot for. They what did a lot. I loved Nikki way more than like Brie. Brie, I could That's do fun. without, but Nikki. But I think me and JPQ may have because JPQ loves the Bellas as well. He loves the We've Divas been planting era as well. Seeds for a very long. And time you told me you said no, you'll never turn me into a fan. And to this day, I will never. I would let say it I'm an appreciator, but it was a good episode. What's your favorite? Labels. Episode? Oh, stop! Labels. Answer the question. <laughs> um, to be honest, the one that was the most fun to make. There's two answers. The one that was most fun to make was the legacy of ECW because it was so hard, Yeah, but it was so rewarding because it was long and I had to really dive into a lot of stuff that I just simply wasn't alive for. I just was not, I wasn't in that time. It was just before I kind of jumped into wrestling and I had to really kind of go into my brain and, and watch a lot of stuff. The, the beauty of this is that I didn't really necessarily have to go back and watch a lot of stuff because it's just kind of in my yeah. brain. Um, So that was probably the, my favorite one to make my favorite one in general that I've ever done is Mickey. I don't think I've ever had more fun making something than Mickey because Mickey's easy to talk about. And she just busted down some doors at the Royal rumble holding that wrestling championship way up high. That was pretty wild to see whether you like WWE or not. What a moment. Because WWE do not do that. They do not do that. And it was like, she held that title hardcore country played. I almost lost it. I, did I thought I, I was like, are we going to go full throttle? Are we doing the full I didn't think music? They would. I didn't think they would either. I thought, I thought the maybe title they'd do was going to be music. there. I thought yeah. the title, I was like, that's a part of the, but I'm like, they're not going to play her TNA. T- I know it's impact, but TNA music. Oh, but they um, did. They did. And I popped. I popped. Yeah, hard. I was excited. And she got a good little showing. She did. Ooh. She did great. I was so happy. Well, I mean, she should. She's a champion. That was a, a, but B, she's a legend. That she She's a can I, I'm going to drop my F-bomb. She's a fucking legend. That's what she is. She right, really, she, she really is. That was a, to kind of tie this up with the Divas, that was a Divas rumble for me. To be complete, it? it was a, and it was the great. Bellas, <laughs> the Bellas, Summer Rae was there. Like, oh that my, was wild. That whole thing our was girl, wild. our girl Lita looked. And we're going to see her soon. Stop. I'm hey, going to lose I it. said this, I said this so many times. If all the men, all these older men, Legend men can come back and win championships in WWE. Why can't a woman? I love Becky, but fuck it. Why not? Why not? They give it to Brock all the time. And Lita has awesome music. Oh, she rules. Oh, she's <sighs> just the best. I love Lita. She's the coolest human being in the world. No offense, Queen. No, it's all right. She's way cooler than anybody she's, I know. <laughs> she's cool. And she ages like a fine wine. It's beautiful. Stunning like, to this day. Oh, just- she's just. Listen, she's just get the it. coolest. Drop she the may be, routine. she may be the only person in this world that I think is has aged better than Eric Bischoff. And you know, I love. Oh Eric God, Bischoff. don't listen. That's another show for another time. Okay, let's not go there. <laughs> I can't with you. <laughs> Eric is oh. just wow, Eric. If you're watching out there, 
Muy bien. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Josh, on that chef's kiss note, <laughs> tell us what's coming up next, you know, for you. But then what's coming up in 2022? What are the goals? What, what are we trying to get? I don't even know how to answer that question because I genuinely just, this may, I mean this in a good way, not from like a confusion set. I just don't know what's next because I'm not, I'm just not counting myself out of anything now because I never thought I'd be associated with the things I'm associated. I'm fingers crossed for this 2K thing, but if it doesn't work out, on to the next thing and we'll see what happens. But um, trust me, you guys will know about it if I am, you know, if I do get this and I'll be doing a lot more stuff with that. Um, I don't know, just continue to grow different things, whether the Fightful Overbook show grows or morphs into something else and keep doing the legacy of. I do know that in the very distant near future, Monday in, um, will be the legacy of Becky Lynch, which I haven't done yet and I didn't realize. Nope. That's I was true. like, I thought I had done Becky. But nope. um, yeah, that's going to be an, a very uh, in-depth one to do because Becky's done a lot. I can't wait for great. the throwback. Oh, it's going to oh, be good. Becky. Becky's old Becky. Hey. No offense to new Becky, but old Becky. Not, not a, you're not, a, you're not feeling big time Bex. No, not, not a thing. No, no, no. no. It's okay. It's I'll fun. be very interested in the episode. It's going to be a fun time. So that'll be Monday, um, Sunday night for you guys in the States uh, over on love wrestling. Yeah. More so bad. It's good for the rest of February. Like I said, we're doing weddings cause this is the month of love. Um, yeah. Twitch streaming. I mean, I'm always live on Twitch four or five times a week. I'm just, that's when I'm truly just my most just insane version of myself. I just let loose on that thing. I don't know. It is just, I'm just crazy, Josh. <laughs> and you know, I'm always crazy, Josh on TikTok and Twitter. I mean, TikTok, I'm truly an uncaged animal on that thing. Oh my God. The things you say, I I, the, the, way, the number of times I've had to use your first name. <laughs> Yeah, Joshua. you give me the yeah, you give me my full oh. name, which nobody calls me Joshua. Yeah, me, so I do. <laughs> I get very uh, I, I'm like a, literally an uncaged animal on TikTok. I don't it's know what it is amazing. about that platform, but I'm just like, oh well, let's go with it. I'm not the, for children. Many faces just put it that way. <laughs> so, be it Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, or the podcasting audios, or even the YouTube's, where can the people find you, Josh? Because that's part of the point of this episode other than to just talk with my buddy is mm. to promote you. So where can people find you and all of your wonderful content? Pretty much across the board. It is Josh Robinson underscore zero zero. I tried to change nearly everything to that when I lost my Twitter account because Twitter. RIP. Um, but I tried to change pretty much everything to that. If you just go to my Twitter, there's a link tree in there that gives you all the links that you need to, but Twitch, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram is all Josh Robertson underscore zero zero. But when in doubt, just type in Josh Robertson zero zero and you'll find me where you need to find me. You know where to find Fightful. You know where to find 2K stuff. You know where to find Love Wrestling. But all of my links are in my link tree on my Twitter. But Twitter's the easiest place to get me. It's where I'm usually spewing the most nonsense. So come and have a little chit chat with me. And I'm always giving Queen songs and people seem to like that. So um, they love it. Okay. Mm. Like people... Always are retweeting the songs, yeah. commenting on the songs. Who doesn't love music? How can you not Listen, smile when you have a song? I just gave you Alanis Morissette, so I know Alanis Morissette I mean, is like what the hell? iconic. I just and in like, my pocket and oh. 
but the other one's given a high five. Oh, so good. oh, you do PC. I judge people on what they say because there's all different ones. I do yeah. the high five. I, I do always peace do the sign. high five. High Always, because it could be two. It could be two things. A peace sign could be "bye," like, like "get the fuck out of here," or "peace and love, my guy." You know? Yeah. High um, five is always the. I always find high five is like very inviting. Yeah, that's true. See, that's the difference between you and me. Or playing the piano, <laughs> playing the piano. Let's, I know. let's go. That's a good one too. I love. Yeah, I love. That. Oh, me too. I'm kind of in a '90s trend at the moment, everybody. So everyone listening to this, as you I'm feeling be. '90s music, as you should be. I'm a product of the nineties. It says in my Twitter bio. So like. Sure. Well, then it must be true. It must be. Um, but yeah, <laughs> if people don't know what it is. Just either on Josh's Twitter or mine. I retweet it every morning when I wake up. It's what I listen to on the way to work. The new song or while I'm getting ready for work, depending on what's going on. Um, it's, it's a collection. It's a playlist. Oh, that, uh, the playlist Let me is tell the you. very top of the thread. It's, 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 um, and I give Queen songs that she's never heard. Yeah, which is unusual for me. So that's really fun because I feel like I run in my music circles. People kind of know what I like or I've mm-hmm. heard a lot of different things. But Josh keeps me on my toes. I'm like, I've never heard of this. That's that that young and, youngness you have. And it's like older music, it's newer music. Yes. But it all falls back to Paramore and Haley Williams. So oh, sorry for that. And High School Musical. <laughs> oh, my! I need to put more High School Musical in there. That needs to be. I think Anna we Montana. should do. I mean, oh. I just was going to say Hannah Montana, oh. got to oh. classic. Oh. Well, music, I love music. So ah. good. I love music and I love you, buddy. Thank you very much for, for helping me come back for letting me talk you up and uh, share your stuff with whoever the hell's still listening. Max. <laughs> hey buddy. JPQ. Come JPQ. On. Our friends. Oh, we, uh, we need to have a brain bus reunion one day. Oh. Do you know that I was thinking about that the other day? And I actually Connor. was going to DM our group and be like, do you guys want to do like a little reunion, like a full Twitch live reunion? Oh, I'm and so like in. talk about whatever with all of us. Just can you that. imagine? It's like a Jersey Shore reunion. But it us. actually is. We're oh my God, a- we can start drama. <laughs> oh my God. Well. This bitch over here <laughs> stepped up Let on my grill. Let us let you in behind the curtain, okay? <laughs> we're going to need we're a recording moderator. that day. When we're recording that day, this bitch was late. <laughs> but the actual tea we could spill. Whew. We might have to. We might have to have a I, chat before. I mean, we we spilled a little bit of that tea. Maybe one day it will come out more. Who knows? Maybe you never know. Eyes Depends emoji. On how petty I'm feeling. Mm, I'm always petty. <laughs> always. I love, it. I love it. That's the gay man coming out of me. <laughs> Putting the J or the J the G. The J. Oh. I don't know what's happening. I'm trying to say oh. G and I said J. What the heck? Oh, probably because your name is Josh. And I blame you know, it on mum brain. You're allowed I am, to do I will, that now. I will. That's I your card. That. That's, you better be playing that card for everything I would. I'm milking it. Do you know what I said? Yeah. <laughs> Real quick before we leave. <laughs> Whenever Mr. Koo gives me trouble, I go, do you know that I birthed your child? Oh, oh I would oh, do that. Okay. I, wish, I wish I was a woman in that sense because I'd be like, bitch, are you kidding me? You know like, what, you I, know what I did for you? <laughs> Yeah, I brought life in this world. What did men you are do? just aren't men just the worst Trash. things in the world? Whenever <laughs> someone says to me, "You choose to be gay, bitch," you think I'd choose to be in love with men? They fucking oh, suck. Garbage. Sorry. <laughs> At least we can vent about. Yeah. And on that positive note, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, all in all, watch my content. Men are pretty pretty shit, except watch, me. I'm pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Watch Josh's content. Divas are great. 
wrestling is gay and so are Sorry. you have a wonderful day <laughs> the end mike trop love you buddy yeah love you too we're out bye <laughs> and that's all from this episode of queenie suggests with your girl the queen of ne and remember please be kind to one another <laughs> <laughs>